está pasando a todos? Bienvenido de nuevo a una niña y su suegra. <laughs> I want to send my deepest apologies and condolences for those of you that speak Spanish. I am whiter than snow and that was awful. I am sure it sounded beautiful. I'm so absolutely impressed and so happy that you remember. It was very nerve wracking. <laughs> I got it very was, nervous. <laughs> she did not have her hands up like usual, so I knew she actually did it this no, time. No, you know why? Because I just so remembered. Impressed. You just did it right now? I just remembered when we were recording Saturday Shenanigans, I was like, well, fuck. Like, right before I said what's poppin' on Saturday Shenanigans, I was like, uh-oh, I need to know it in Spanish for the next episode. And so I just, I Google translated it while you we were in the bathroom, and I had it here. I'm, so I didn't practice. I just read it. I am so impressed. ¿Qué les está pasando a todos? Buen ven, I definitely fucked up this word. Bienvenido de nuevo a una niña y... Su suegra. ¿Qué les está pasando a todos? <laughs> I sound like Dora. What? What's happening? Every, what's everything? Swiper, no swiping. Wait, what are we K- What's poppin', everybody? What's poppin'? Did you forget our intro? I said, what's happening, everybody? <laughs> what's happening, everybody? <laughs> Imagine. Okay, let's... Now I'm practicing now. <laughs> okay, forget it. I tried. Whatever. Next time, I'll come back in Mandarin. <laughs> oh. Imagine. There's no way. I could barely even do Spanish, and I took it for four years. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so I'm glad that I remembered last minute. I shouldn't I'm have told so you that impressed. it was last minute. Thanks. I am. Thanks. And then as soon as she started going, I'm like, thank God it's Spanish because I can remember su suegra. <laughs> Imagine I like busted out like Portuguese or something. You'd be like, what the fuck? Like, Wait, what did she just do? <laughs> so if you're new here, welcome back. We don't usually speak in a different language, but it was my challenge this week to say my intro and in a different she language. killed that shit. And I've so never been impressed. more nervous. I just felt so nervous doing it. So I don't know how I feel just doing this. Oh, like that's, that's how you feel all your, the time? Yeah. <laughs> She's eating a muffin. (laughs) Not a McChicken. I make muffin. She fucks her McChickens, eats her muffins. Okay, hi. Welcome to A Girl and Her Mother-in-Law. If you're new here, we upload episodes every single Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. I'll do your line since you're chewing. So welcome to Monday. Happy Monday. Hope your week is going well. Hope you're having a great one. We have some things to talk about. We have some emails to read. It's going to be a fun-filled episode. Let's get into it. Now that I'm still anxious. Why did that make me so nervous? I think I because I know that I'm not good. At speaking other languages, like with the accent and now stuff. Now you know exactly how I feel, like with every other thing that we do. <laughs> now you know how I feel all the time. <sighs> the pressure. Yeah, I felt I felt very pressured. I didn't like it. Your, it's not your normal thing. So yeah. like, this isn't my normal thing. So I always get like the nervous or... You still get nervous when we re- record? Excuse me. Ooh, acid reflux. Sometimes. Really? And especially if we do like like the best fiends. Like I recording a sponsorship, yeah. <laughs> it's more pressured because it's planned. Whereas like our regular episodes we it's just, just BS. It flows naturally. Yeah. 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 No, I get it. <clears throat> so never doing that again. Hope you guys enjoyed. You'll never hear me speak Spanish ever again because I suck. Okay. <clears throat> a few things. We have two emails that we want to update you guys on that are pretty damn funny. So the one Jerry read me already. So do you want me to read that one or do you want me to read the other one? I want you to read the other one. Okay, so let's talk about this one. If you remember, was it the last episode that yeah. we read this? The original? Mm-hmm. Oh, perfect. You guys are quick on the updates. So we have an update on the threesome <laughs> dream with Jerry, mm-hmm. <laughs> which I think is pretty funny. So go ahead. Okay, ladies, I'm sending this in only because you read my email and seemed to enjoy it. If you didn't laugh, I swear I would have kept silent and never sent an email again because of my embarrassment but you laughed it off and honestly it made my day i freaking love 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 you and love your energy if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm the girl with the dream of having a threesome with jerry and ever gosh i can't even believe i'm writing these words again point being you won't be able to find me because i use other names on social medias what a freak you might say right but we're going to keep this anonymous and let me take this opportunity that i to say I truly adore you. I talk about you all the time and I blast Liz's videos in our living room TV screen all the time and my family gets so used to it. Now they ask me, what's up? 
with <laughs> what you're up to as if you were my <laughs> friends, which I honestly would be honored to. Alyssa, you're beautiful inside out. Love your work dedication and your work ethic. I love your personality, the way you handle yourself and work around the world around you. Please keep doing you and keep being you. You inspire more people than you think. Thank you. And my beloved Jerry, <laughs> winky face. <laughs> if you're the one reading this right now, it only means one thing. This is meant to be. Our energy definitely matches on another level. I respect your man, and I definitely respect you. I genuinely want to be like you when I grow up. I love the way you look at life and how you still welcome it with open arms, no matter the hardships that you went through in your life. And I want you to know I am proud of you. You're such a beautiful family. And powerful woman, and I'm so grateful you're a part of my life. I love you forever. Okay, love you. Bye. We love you. We love you. Your I love the way she writes. You're fucking hysterical. I love you. Let me tell you something. We did try to fucking find you, and you little oh yes, we did. Your little anonymous ass was hiding everywhere. I swear, if you come looking at my search bar, I searched you. I looked for you. I couldn't find you. She is mysterious. We used our crime context clues. Oh. She said it was after it was on a Saturday shenanigans thing in the It was after this episode. We went in. We were on it. <laughs> and and then, then we just kept up, kept coming up at a dead end. We got well, you. Well, I, f- I found you, but it yeah, was but also it was, just a random it was anonymous just not name. You. Yeah. And like, so we sad. found you. But it wasn't you. But well, is it but you? But we did find you. But who are you? But did we find you? I want to know. We might have found your personal. Mm. Ooh. Just Ooh. kidding. We fucking didn't. You're that's, hidden. Whatever. That's fucking hysterical, though. It's so I funny. You. And it was a discussion over lunch that day. <laughs> just so you know. <laughs> and last night, because when this email popped up last night, I was sitting on the couch uh-huh. and everyone and I were watching TV and I just, I was crying. And he's like, what? And I'm like, remember the threesome? And he's like, she emails again? And I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> but like as a joke, you know? He's like, wow, she's persistent. <laughs> That's so fucking Did you funny. give her address? Is she on her way here? <laughs> Where is she? Does she live in New York? That's, That's so, so funny. funny. Okay, so I'm reading this one. Fuck a McChicken update. You can read that fuck a McChicken update. Hi, ladies. I sent the email where Alyssa said, sis, he would fuck a McChicken. In response to my sex life after having a baby. Here's a funny story about that. The other day, my husband and I picked up Culver's for supper. It's a Midwestern fast food burger place. We were on the way home and my husband goes, oh, I would fuck this butter burger. (laughs) (laughs) Having just listened to the episode where you read my email, I busted out laughing. I couldn't explain why it was so funny to him because he wouldn't understand why I emailed a podcast about our sex life. So Alyssa, you're right. He would fuck a McChicken. (laughs) Hope you two enjoy this update. Oh, I would fuck this butter burger. I would fuck this butter burger. So Alyssa was right. You really would (laughs) fuck a McChicken. I can't imagine being having sent in that email. I responded with "Sissy would fuck McChicken," and then you hear him say that. I would have been in tears. Can you imagine? That's why I had to have you read that one. That is fucking because you read it, you commented, and oh man, that is fucking. Hysterical. So now we got a problem with the McChicken. What's gonna be, you know? Now it's he oh would fuck God. a butter bu- a butter burger. A butter burger. I Not. love that because when I eat something good, I say, "Oh, fuck me up." So, so I she might, wants to be fucked I by might the fuck McChicken? a butter burger too. <laughs> I I might be fucking the McDonald's fries. I don't know. <laughs> she might be. I mean, hmm. okay. So those are that's, our updates that's of the day. That's fucking hysterical. Love I've, them. I've had a down week, and let me tell you why. <laughs> okay. First of all, what do I think is so funny? Do you know? What do I? Th- what do you think is so funny? Yeah, I shouldn't laugh, but it is really funny. I don't know. I think it's hysterical when people fall. <gasps> Alyssa Rose. If they're okay, I'll laugh. If, oh, I'll make sure they're okay first. My friend Michelle is the exact same way. I think it's the funny. I, I don't know why. Right away, I'm like, oh my God. No. Let me help you up. Can I? Uh, and you laugh. Not if somebody's actually really hurt. But listen, like, you oh. know the videos, like, where people slip on ice? Like, that shit is so fucking funny. 
Okay, yeah, like America's yeah. Home video where they have that clip where everybody's slipping yeah. and they're holding onto the car handle and their feet are just... Yeah, okay, or, like, yes. or like a little kid is like running on carpet and just like fucking face plants. It's oh. so funny. Mm-hmm. Like America's Home videos, like people fall. To watch it on like, yeah, but if to okay. real life... Are you trying to tell me you saw somebody in real life fall and you laugh? Yeah, me. <laughs> me. Wait, you? Yes. Oh my listen, God, are you okay? Listen to this fucking story. <laughs> Okay, <clears throat> so I get my HelloFresh box in the mail, right? And in there are these like biodegradable ice packs that you're supposed to let melt. So <laughs> the way she's looking at me right now, she's like, oh my fucking God. So it's just me in the morning. This was right before I tried to bring up the cardboard this morning, that morning, remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm condensing my cardboard because it's cardboard day and I take these ice packs and I go to bring them to the door and I'm carrying them in front of me so that I don't get myself wet (laughs) holding them in front of me so now you're leaving a trail of wetness They're tripping. Mind you, I'm the only person awake. Zane is sleeping, right? So I'm completely by myself, just the cats. And I'm walking down the hallway. <laughs> and I slip on the water. And I fucking busted ass. Oh. I busted ass so hard. And I just fell on the ground. I'm like, nobody's here to laugh with me. <laughs> Wait, did you laugh at yourself? I went out. And I just like giggled and I sat there for a minute and then the cats checked on me and then I got up and I continued my day and I mopped up the water and it was just fucking so funny. And then she came up all these stairs with this big ass box of condensed cardboard and... And what happened? They had already came. I was too late. She was too late. So she busted ass (laughs) for no reason. Meanwhile, all week... But she had texted me, but I didn't see the text because I'm trying to stay away from my phone. So I hear her and I'm like, what the hell? And she's like, oh, I sent you a text so I didn't scare you. And because I'm our like, gate I, was stuck, so I had to I'm go like, through the garage. Fuck, I would have told her had I seen the text and then she would have busted her ass. So it's all Jerry's fault. It's all, it's, fucking it's, all fuck, it's all my fucking fault. No, I would still have to get rid of those HelloFresh things anyway. So... Yeah, I, it was cardboard day. I'm telling myself all week, August 5th, it's Benji's birthday, it's my dad's birthday, that's the day cardboard gets picked up, that's the day, that's the day, and I fucking forgot. <clears throat> so I went to take it out that morning, and I was late, I fucking busted ass, I oh. hurt my knees, but it was- Wait, so you fell on your knees? I fell like- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, she's gonna demonstrate no. right now. <laughs> It kind of was like a slow motion. Like I slipped a little bit and then I just went down onto my side. Uh, yeah. And if Zane was there, I would have cried laughing. But when you're by yourself, you like how much are you going to laugh, you know? But yeah, it was pretty fucking funny. And I wish we had cameras to watch it because I don't remember the last time that I fell. And I just think it's so funny. The last time I fell was I was unpacking a suitcase and I was putting towels away and they were piled in front of my face and I was walking to the bathroom the suitcase was like sitting in the hallway and I fucking fell right into it <laughs> she's like I'm gonna pack myself in the suitcase take me back to where I just came from that one hurt because I like got scraped up from like the zippers on the suitcase and stuff uh. but this one didn't hurt as much but it definitely was like a hard fall onto my side of my butt so that was pretty funny and then I also hit a low point where I was in a rush to be somewhere the other day and I ate a string cheese on the toilet and I just felt the need to tell you that. That is pretty a funny. string cheese on the toilet. Yeah. It was like, I have to pee, but I also kind of want like a little snack and I'm also like have to leave. So string so cheese on the toilet. One, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those are I my stories. use the string cheese on the toilet. We're all good with that. Oh my god. I mean, god. you hear people using hot dogs this and all is kinds absurd. of shit. So why not? I'm sure people have tried it. Would it string apart? If you use your Kegels, I'm sure you could shred that shit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> this like I was just talking about eating my fucking string cheese and Jerry's so dirty. She's got to turn it into a whole other way. I have something else to tell you. You just uh, reminded me dirty string cheese. <laughs> Just dirty shredded string cheese. So there was a rancid smell in our pantry. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. 
Oh. And <laughs> oh, is it like an old potato that <laughs> fell back there or something? And I thought it was my seaweed that I had in there to make um, sushi, but uh-huh. it was in a Ziploc. I was like, it smells kind of fishy. I take out my bowl of potatoes. Oh, uh, po- old potato. That's what I'm saying. I know it's gonna make me gag. No, 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 no. You don't know. They discharged. Why? <laughs> smell i've had i've seen that discharge <laughs> why was there discharge coming out of my potatoes oh Alyssa! oh my fucking god you don't understand it was gooey like discharge why i've never seen that happen remember when i had bad potatoes last time they just smelt and i threw them out no no no, no. these had i've had discharged potatoes it was probably a it's been really super hot, so it was probably a little. Oh, dude, it was you fucking. You know, everybody is like fucking in. Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, sorry. You you're all cringing, but, but I had all to know. say this. If you know, you know. I don't think I've ever smelt anything as bad as a fucking rotten potato. I knew potato as soon as she said it. I knew it was a potato. Uh huh. You knew it. Oh, potatoes are fucking. Nasty. I I was like, okay, like the potatoes went bad. Let me just throw them out. No, I picked up my sweet potato, my nice sweet potato that was in there, and goo just ew, fucking. Ew, I was like, like oh my god. I'm cleaning the bowl, and I'm like, <laughs> like, wait, do I need this bowl? Should I just throw it out? Oh, oh my god. god, it was so rancid. I'm sorry. I, can't. I I I'm sorry for you because that's like fucking disgusting. How the fuck does that even happen? They get it's like just moist. Disgusting. <laughs> Like, what happens there? Shredded, How would it- Shredded cheese, moist potatoes. But potatoes are, like, dry. <laughs> like, what? Uh, yeah, I'm having... This is my off week, you guys. I've had a lot of bad experiences, and That's I just had to share disgusting. it with the Agamil fam. Although, I have a problem with my refrigerator, too. You know, my ice cubes. Oh, the ice. All right, so... I'm going to make my notes while you tell this. My ice cubes have been tasting off. So, I'm like, what the fuck? All right, maybe change, time to change the filter in the refrigerator, right? So I get the filter, it comes, my ice cubes are still tasting a little off. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I notice there's a smell in my refrigerator, and I'm literally going through everything, right? I'm like... No, you were even up that day. You're like, do you have any potatoes, onions? Like, I'm yeah, going we were through. investigating. I'm like, no, like, everything looks fine. There was no rotted nothing. I even threw out my scallions that were just starting to wilt a little. I'm like, no, that's not the smell I'm smelling. Do you know what it winds up being? Those fucking strawberry wafers that my husband offered you. Do you oh, remember you those did little bite size? That's what it was because it wasn't like a... Like a potato smell. It was something was it was just something, it. but it was flavoring my fucking ice cubes, and that's what it is. Really? Yeah. So I need to go and get a box of fucking baking soda to absorb it because it's still in there. I had him take it out of the refrigerator because he likes eating his strawberry fucking wafers cold. And you're, you're like, you're gonna eat I the fucking said, warm now. You need to double bag it. <laughs> Maybe you can put it back in the fridge, but I want to get rid of the smell first because I bought a fucking filter and I was still tasting it. How did you figure out that that was it? Because I... It, kind of strawberry water? It, it was... I'm like, it doesn't taste bad. Like, it wasn't like a foul tasting. It just tasted... And then I was literally opening up every container. I'm like, no, this doesn't... Sa-. You know, we had the leftover chicken muckney. I'm like, no, yeah. that's not the taste. It doesn't taste like this. And then when I saw that in the back and I opened it, I'm like, this is it? This is it. And then I, I confirmed with Aaliyah, and I'm like, she's like, yeah, Ma, this is definitely it. I am a huge water connoisseur, and yeah, I love my crazy. ice cubes. No, she's nuts. And she's like, this water is a little bit thick. It, oh, uh, please. I Like, Alyssa can drink any water. I'm <laughs> As long as it's cold. Specific with my water. Specific. I don't drink water. warm water. See, I can drink warm no, water, no, no, too. No. But... You know, I it just had that taste. Mm-hmm. No, I get that. I've had that happen to me, too. You're like, my water tastes like onions. What's going on? Yeah. My water so tastes I like fu- food. I'm so glad I found it out yeah. because... And now, I never emptied it because I wanted to wait for the box of baking soda. This is such a silly episode right here. <laughs> I'm sorry, you guys. <laughs> 
We're talking about me eating string and cheese on the <laughs> toilet and Jerry's ice that tasted like strawberries Strawberry and wafers, yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so I need to get baking soda. And then I think once I get the smell out, I'll just dump whatever ice cubes I have and start over with fresh ice cubes. That sounds like a great plan. And yeah. I am here for it. So, guys. So, that's... that's don't put your strawberry wafers in your refrigerator if you don't want your fucking ice cubes tasting like strawberries, okay? Or double bag it. Something. Oh, my God. And if you fall down, make sure you send me a video of it. And if you're um, carrying out garbage, don't put ice in front of you because it's going to leave a trail of dripping You're a water. fucking idiot. <laughs> I didn't think it was dripping that much, honestly. I thought it was like little tiny drips. I didn't think I would fall on it. <laughs> Apparently, there's a fucking giant puddle in front of me. Dude, oh God, uh, I wish I had it on video. Listen, I would so share. Okay, so now I got to share too because I've been having a shitty time too. But one of the things, you know, like it's, it's along the lines of if you wake up and you stub your toe, you know your day is just going to be like that, right? So I, you know where my dog bowl is in the yeah. water? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so it's right by my cabinets. Mm-hmm. So I went looking for something. And when I went to move a bag, a fucking can of refried beans <gasps> falls out of the cabinet, lands in the water. Split, oh. No, no, no. Lands in the dog food. Spills oh. the dog food. I'm like, motherfucker. So now I go, I bend down, which for me to bend down is a process because mm-hmm. I got to get on my knees. It's such a fucking process. So yeah. stupid, but whatever. So I clean up all the dog food. I pick the can up. I wipe the can off. I go to put it up. I knock another can that falls in the water. Oh, water splashes no. all over me. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. Then, no. Then I'm like, all right, I'll just get the mop and I'm going to mop up the water. As I get the mop, it catches on their bowl thing because it's metal framed and then I knocked over both of them. Okay? Okay? So... That sounds worse than my fall. It was ridiculous. Okay? It's one of those days then I just sat there and I'm like, it's tears rolling down my face and I'm like, is this the end? Is this this what my life is about? (laughs) That was my thought too. After I fell, I sat there and I was like, really, Alyssa? This is like, like, really? This is what I'm going through. Exactly. Like... (laughs) <sighs> oh, that's fucking funny. Annoying. So we've had a great week, everybody. Yeah, Hope absolutely. you guys had the same. <laughs> it's <sighs> been it's been a week. Okay, read the first email. Let's go. Okay. What's poppin', listen, Jerry? First, I love you guys so much. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for listening to us. Now, this might be a more of a question. For Jerry, but I'd like an opinion or I'd like both of your opinions or advice. So I'm a smoker. I don't smoke too much, but I smoke. With this whole coronavirus, I'm super scared of getting sick as I still have to go out and work, but I'm a little addicted, slowly getting off of it, but I want to speed things up. Jerry, do you have any tips on how to stop smoking? I admire you for so many things, but this is tough and you did it, so I need a little help. Thank you guys in advance. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Okay, my advice to you cold turkey just do it do it i did it and i will tell you i did it on the way i'm sure i've mentioned this but literally in the limo on the way to my wedding i just was like me and my mom we smoked our last cigarette together we were done (laughs) in your wedding Uh, dress (laughs) yes that's hysterical um but I did it with the mindset of like, hey, I'm giving up smoking. I'm gaining a marriage, you know. So if you give up something cold turkey, I absolutely 1,000% you should fulfill it with something else. I love that advice. Get get rid of this, but then do something for yourself. So mm-hmm. stop smoking, but start exercising. Stop mm-hmm. smoking, buy yourself a bathing suit. Like whatever it is, like make sure there's some sort of payoff. Anytime you go to want to have a cigarette, because you know, I know the times you want to have a cigarette when you wake up, after sex, after you eat, uh, when you get on the phone, there's all those triggers. Okay, my mic is working. Your mic is working. Don't look at me like that. No, I'm realizing it was only, it was only the one email that we just finished and this one. So it's not like it was terrible. That is terrible. Now I'm making sure that this is working. All right, make sure that's working. It's working. This hasn't happened in so long. We haven't had a fuck up in a long time. You guys, I fucked up. What's the done done goofed? It's not your fault. It our waveforms were still going and it was still going along. All right, so you know for what happened? Reason my laptop froze for a second, but then I was like, uh oh, and then it like started going again. So I was like, okay, it's fine. That's when it happened. We just fucking read two emails, gave advice, 
and it cut off. And it cut it off. It was some damn good advice, too. It's going to be hard to replicate. Fuck. We're going to get our true feelings out this time. Maybe maybe it'll be better because now we had time to think about it. Oh, my God. I'm so sad. So it cut Are we going to cut all this out for Crystal? No, no, no. We have to keep <laughs> this in because I have to apologize that we just read two emails and, oh, my God. Yeah, but they're not going to know. No, they're going to know because we're going to put this in because I fucked up because you're in the middle of telling your advice about cigarettes and then it cuts off. Oh, wait. So it literally cut off in that one? All right. So I'll try to glue it back together somehow. But the cigarette girl. Oh, my God. I'm Cold so turkey. Sorry. Fill your void. Oh, listen. Don't let this get to you. It's not a big deal. It's so not your sad. fault. It's technology. So um, cold turkey. Fill that void. You know, I think we got most of your advice in there. Okay, but. so just that's it. Mentos, cinnamon Mentos helped me <laughs> greatly. If and, it's um, if it's not the makes triggers, sense, I'm sorry, <laughs> the triggers that um try to avoid avoid the triggers and do something instead. Fill it with something else. Stop smoking cold turkey, but fill it with another something like Mentos. Okay, here we go. I'm going to read this really long email again. It was a good one, though. And we gave such good advice. We did. It'll be better this time. It'll be like Thank you for being it. so positive because I... <laughs> Damn it, like this episode re- was going so well. It really was. We've had a good day. Okay. Here we Ready? Go. We are. Here's an email that we already read. Alyssa <laughs> Rose, stop it. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, sorry. I love you guys. Um, what's poppin'? Alyssa and Jerry, I hope you ladies are having an amazing day. I have emailed in a few times now, and when Jerry read my last email, my heart was racing. I don't know if anybody else can relate. All right, let's get into it. <clears throat> I want to start off by saying I know exactly what Alyssa is going to say, which might be pointless for even spending my time writing this out. I hope you guys aren't upset with me, and I know you know what I should do. How am I going to fuck it up when I already read it? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, my sister is toxic, and I mean she's fucking toxic. She's entitled, she's emotionally and mentally abusive, and has been my entire life. My mom allowed it to happen. My mom is very narcissistic. She's wrong and never put my sister in her place growing up. When I was younger, my mom and I didn't get along at all. When I moved out, our relationship changed. We have a better relationship. It's not perfect, but we're very different. My relationship with my sister is horrible. She's so nasty to me. Sorry, now I'm looking at this, making sure that it's still recording. Okay. She's so nasty to me. And has been my entire life. She's also nasty to my parents. The friends I grew up with when we hang out or talk, they always ask me if my sister is still mean. When I was two, I begged my mom to have a baby sister. So now when I express how she hurt me or is mean, everyone just says, well, you wanted a sister. I can pull up the video of you asking for a sister or that's just her. What do you expect? I've tried so hard to be the best and most perfect sister. I bought her all her school clothes when my parents had no money when I was 17, 18, 19, and 20. I've taken her to Hawaii, New York, LA, and other places. I've gone above and beyond for birthdays, Christmases, Easter, and any holiday. I try to do everything and more that I can do to make her feel special. Not to ever get the stuff back or throw it in anyone's face, but really because we couldn't afford it growing up. And I hope that if I take care of her, that she will like me. I know it's sad to admit my love languages is active service and I love giving. I'll give everything to someone I love. I do love her because she's my blood, but I don't ever... But I don't love her at all. I don't know why I keep trying because I'm very tired. She currently lives about three hours from home. I live about 20 minutes from my parents' house. And when I do, and I do go to my parents very often, especially to see my dad. My dad is fucking awesome. So this is where it gets tricky. My sister is finished college at the end of summer and will be home in August. The reason why I emailed you is because we, she was just in town and we were at my parents' house and she verbally abused me. We had a blowout. My dad invited me over to change breaks. We both had the same day off, which doesn't happen often. But she wanted him to take her to get a new phone. She's on their family plan and needs my dad to go with her so that she can get the new phone. When my When my breaks for my car were taking a lot longer than expected, my dad and fiance were working on them together. She started calling me a stupid bitch that ruins all her plans. I'm ungrateful. Dad is going to have to come back and do them later because she has an appointment at 4.30 to get her hair done. This is her last day in town. I knew of her plans of the day, which I did, but my dad invited me over, said that I'm a piece of shit, worthless person, and and other mean things that I don't feel like remembering. Normally, I'd defend myself... 
Making sure we're still recording. Pause to make sure we're recording. <laughs> Normally I defend myself, but this time I stayed silent and said nothing. I'm tired of fighting, sticking up for myself, and feeling like a loser when I leave, spending time with her there. My fiancé watches me get verbally abused by her and just hugs me after and tells me he loves me. And I know he wants to do more, but I've asked him to not speak up because I don't want her to verbally abuse him too. It's so embarrassing how she treats me and my parents and then that she screams in front of my fiance and it's even more embarrassing that I've allowed it for so long. Today, I cut her off. My question is, when she moves home, what do I do? How do I not take her back? She's apologized. Do I forgive her? Do I stop coming over to the house that my family lives in? Stop seeing my dogs? She's moving back home in August. Her birthday's in July. She's turning 21. Am I really not supposed to do anything for her? That's such a big milestone. I try so hard to be strong, but I feel like I owe it to her because we never got special things because my family couldn't afford it. And being the oldest, sometimes I feel like a mom towards her and I feel like I have to go overboard. How do I not feel guilty if I decide to not do anything for her? Thanks in advance. Oh, okay. Okay. So here's our advice that we gave you before. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, positively, do not stop going to your parents' house. No. Do not stop going to see your dogs. Do not change your life because she's back in town. To me, it sounds exactly like you worded it. She is entitled. Yeah. She's like, even though you got nothing, you say you got nothing growing up, she's still entitled. So yeah. you giving her everything isn't going to fix it. No. And um, I know I mentioned, like, you're enabling the behavior by keep giving in to her, by letting her apologize, taking her back. If this has been something mm-hmm. that she's been doing for years and years since you're a little girl, always mean, always as you should, just cut it off like you did. Be done with it like you did, but stick to your guns. Let her fall if she's going to fall. And... um it could be like just ignoring her, like you just did within the break situation. You just let her like la 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 la. Yeah, let it roll off. Don't take anything personal. Know that she's the one that has the issues. Absolutely, positively, I wouldn't go back until she's changed. If she could change, if she's willing and needs and wants to change, but I wouldn't play her game. Absolutely, mm-hmm. would not play her game. Agree. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm not saying my advice again because I'm angry. <laughs> you have to say your advice. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, uh, to me, what I found was this picture of you guys. She's a young... You guys look like around my age. Like, you guys are young. So, usually we get emails that people that are verbally abusive, whatever. It's like older family members that were raised a different way, grew up a different way with different mentalities or something. Did you to pee? No, I'm playing like baby's oh, tail. Oh, oh, um, So to me, it's just wild that somebody like so young can like act like that for some reason. Like I can't imagine ever speaking like that to somebody like that's so horribly rude. So, you know, if my sister was acting like that, absolutely, I would cut her off. However, what I did say was it depends on her apology. Was she because apologies don't mean anything unless you change your actions after for what you apologized for. Did she apologize? And now she's just acting the same way. Was she sincere in her apology? Did she own up to her mistakes and say, you know what? I'm hurt from X, Y, and Z, and I take it out on you, and I'm really sorry for that? And, um, like, realize how she was acting, or was she just like, oh, I'm sorry, and then moved on and is still, like, a nasty bitch? So, to me, it seems like she's hurt from something, and she's angry from something. Maybe she has some sort of childhood trauma that you don't know about. Um, There could be so many different things, so... Yes, I completely agree with you and you're totally valid for cutting her off. However, if you are like, wait, I'm not supposed to do anything for her 21st, like I wanted that relationship with my sister, then I would suggest sitting down, having a deep, open conversation and asking her why she feels the need to, you know, hurt somebody that loves her so much and does so much for her and cherishes their relationship. Like, why is she treating you so poorly when you've done so much for her. Like, to me, there's got to be, like, 
an underlying thing there. Like, I don't know. She's hurt from something. She grew up with a narcissistic mom, you said. So that could be just it. She's got that's those just, qualities. That's yeah. just who she is. Your mom said, you know, that's just who she is. What do you expect? So maybe she's just a shitty person and you'll have to accept that and move on. But if you do want to try and mend that relationship, then I would try having a deep conversation with her. And maybe she's angry at something and feels that she's close to you so she can take it out on you, which is still not okay, but it needs to be addressed. And I think this is the point where I said, wow, look at you, Alyssa. We're giving different (laughs) advice. I know. Um, I was so quick to say, cut it off. No, absolutely. But Alyssa's right. I mean, she's your sister. You obviously love her for the reason that she's your little sister. You've done so much for her. So having that deep conversation, if she's willing to have it, um, depends on how she apologized. And she also, like... Alyssa said, it does seem to be like she's a very hurt person. Um, hurt people hurt people. However, I, I don't know at what at what point do you just say, you know what, I've, I've tried. Like, yeah. like, it seems like she's already there. Like she said, I've tried, I've tried, I'm tired of trying. If that's truly how you feel, maybe that one last deep conversation will mm-hmm. allow you to heal so you don't feel that guilt of just cutting her off and mm-hmm. being done with it. Um, but maybe you I, said something that rubbed her the wrong way when you guys were seventeen. Ago, and yeah, she years ago, and now yeah, she has because maybe resentment. she didn't communicate to you. Maybe she mm-hmm. read something a different way, and she has all this resentment build up over the years. You never know. So maybe having that deep conversation might help mend it. Mm-hmm. And if not, maybe it'll just seal the deal. Mm-hmm. Like you know, in your heart, you gave it all. You really tried. But right to start off, what I originally said, absolutely positively, would I not change? My going to see my parents, going no. to see my dogs, absolutely not just because she's there. Mm-hmm. Because then she's ruling you. Don't let her. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so hard. <sighs> it is. You guys look so close in age. Like, I feel like you guys should be best friends, you know? So I, I get it if you do want. If you're like, what the heck? She's turning 21. Like, I'm just not supposed to do anything. But it's like, if she's shitty, then she's shitty. And unfortunately, some people are shitty. If my sister acted like that, I would cut her off so quick. My cat is climbing up my back, and it hurts. Oh, hi there, little one. She's biting your ponytail. I know. Um, yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. I would like an update, and I would like to know how she apologized to you. I want to know, like, if was it sincere, and did she change after? Because then I feel like, you know, people can <laughs> become better people. people. Well, hello there, beautiful. <laughs> Literally a parrot on my shoulder. Okay. okay. I feel like we're missing something from what we said last time, but... Probably just a lot of my rambling that's it makes sense anyway. <laughs> Stupid. All right, next. Okay. Oh, this is another good advice one. What's poppin' ladies? Before I get started on my long ass story, I want to say how incredibly amazing I think you both are. Oh, and if it makes it easier, call me Shiv. So I was married to my so-called love of my life for five years and had two beautiful children. But throughout our marriage, I found him speaking to his ex and on a number of dating sites, not to mention the arm long list of women I confronted after staying awake to go through his phone and steal numbers to check out what he was up to. Jesus. Insane. I know. I was paranoid as fuck. I ended up being super ill and even overdosed before my kids. Why go back, you may ask? Well, I lost my mom at 14 and my dad married a woman 25 years younger than him a year later. Wow, that's pretty shitty. Um, which, by the way, is a year older than her, my eldest sister. Wow. So safe to say I was pretty fucked up and in need of love. Things went from bad to worse. My ex's mom never supported me even though she knew what he was up to. Mm. I started working and met my current partner. I left my ex and we now share custody of both kids. They spent four days with me and the rest with him. My current partner has been incredible with my kids and accepting of my situation. However, almost almost two years now into our relationship, my ex seems to be the root of all our arguments. I cannot for the life of me control that I have kids with a dickhead, and I know that he will always be in my life because of our kids. I'm trying to do the right thing by my kids, but my relationship is extremely strained to a point where I feel so distant with him emotionally and intimately. I can't find myself to have sex I feel like it's a chore and I've lost all my libido. I've struggled to hold it together. I'm being pulled in every direction and literally feel like I'm going to snap. Any advice is welcome and I apologize for my awfully written email and hope you both get through it and make sense of it. I love you both. 
Fun fact, Jerry's laugh is literally identical to my mom's sister's laugh. <laughs> it gives me great comfort because they were so close and the memories I have of them laughing their heads off. Jerry, keep laughing. <sighs> I actually um, am getting more things in my head now that we read this a second time. See? Yeah. It was meant so to be. It was a good thing. But go ahead. Give, you, give the advice that you gave last time first. Okay. Because you have kids with an ex and you're with someone new. I do have kids with an ex. <laughs> My advice oh, when reading this, now a second time, because I still feel the same way. Mm-hmm. I could be 100% wrong, but it feels to me that your ex still has a lot of control of your brain, mm-hmm. like of your head. Mm-hmm. Like you guys are broken up. You're with a new man for two years who you love, who mm-hmm. who appreciates you, your kids, your, you know, like he accepts all that. But yet your ex is the cause of all of your arguments. To me, I don't understand why your ex should be th- coming off of your lips, coming out of your mouth. Why are you, why are you speaking or what... Why what are you arguing that, about why him? Why is it that you're arguing over him? Because, like, ever and I would never fucking fight over Sid. Sid is my ex. He's mm-hmm. my past. I've moved on. The only reason I stay in contact with Sid is through my is for my kids, mm-hmm. right? So I'm thinking there's something deeper rooted with you, whether you still have an attachment to your ex, whether you still love him. Whatever it may be, I think the issue is your connection with your ex mm-hmm. mentally. We're that's missing causing- the piece of information of why you're fighting over him. Like that's what we're not getting from this email. Yeah, I mean, so we're coming pro- to our own conclusions. Right. So my conclusion from reading this yeah. and is that he must be on your mind and coming like your thoughts, and you must be speaking of him because why would it be? A cause of conflict, a mm-hmm. reason to argue. So yeah, your my man advice, must feel intimidated. Yeah. Like why? So you're either expressing certain feelings, or and like that's why I mean it could be so subconsciously you could yeah. be just doing this and not knowing. But I definitely think um, look at what you're doing because I definitely think this is an issue with your your bringing your ex into your new relationship mm. more than he's just the father of my kids. Right. You know? Right. Yeah, completely agree. Like, even saying little things like, oh, yeah, like... Him and I used to do this. His mom used to say that, or, you know, like, little things like that. That could be the cause. That could add up on your new partner, for sure. Um, The other thing that I thought of, because that was the advice we gave last time, but now I'm thinking... If she is saying, like, her ex was a dickhead, like, maybe he's being the toxic one. Maybe he's causing problems, stirring up things, you know, being mean or threatening or texting the new guy, you know, like... That could be an issue too. So I think you guys just both need to check in and ask, why are we arguing about him? Mm-hmm. Or ask yourself that. Like, am I bringing up his name too much? Am I being a little bit too friendly? Am I being a little bit inappropriate? Like, there could be so many things. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe maybe your new man wants your kids home more and that, like, agitates him. Or Yeah, it, I mean, there's kid. so many things missing from here, you yeah. know, that we are just making our assumptions. Right. But me reading this and me being through a situation with my ex, like he was abusive, he cheated on you with all, you know, all these things. The last thing, like I had that very same situation with my ex. The last thing I would want to do is talk about him. Mm -mm. He's a piece of shit who ruined my life. I have three great kids out of it and everybody tends to love him and that's great, but our relationship didn't work out. So I cut it off, right? It's done. I would never, his name doesn't come up unless it's related to my kids. Right. And that's how it should be. Because that is a little bit disrespectful to absolutely, your new partner. Absolutely, absolutely. So that's what I'm saying. You obviously, to me it seems, must talk a lot more than you think you're talking about him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, maybe just, yeah, ask yourself, and the whole, reflect. Like, the, you're not wanting to have sex with him anymore? Like, I don't... Yes, yeah, so we're, I, ma- I we're think, missing some facts here. I mean, here. I... I'm just going to tell you, I think that you have some connection more than you think with your ex. Mm -hmm. I think you're still in love with your ex. Mm. I do. Even if he was abusive, even if he cheated. You got feelings there You have two kids with him. Mm -hmm. You have feelings. You know, and maybe there's some things that you're missing that was from that toxic relationship. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I don't know. I would like an update on this. Or, or, or fill just in more, those missing pieces. Yeah, more yeah. information. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> 
In love with my best friend. Oh. Hi, Alyssa and Jerry. I love your podcast. I've been listening to all of your podcasts since the very start, and I've been subscribed to Alyssa's channel since the renovation vlogs. My name is Noor, and I'm 23 years old, and I'm from Cairo, Egypt. I know my, quote, best friend, quote, best friend, since we were both 12. I started having feelings for him when we were 16, but I never had the guts to tell him. I've been here for him through every one of his relationships and breakups, hoping that one day he will fall for me. This past year, my feelings for him grew even more, and I've been trying to show him that I love him because he's finally single. But I don't know if he doesn't notice or if he knows and is just trying to ignore it because he doesn't feel the same. I've never been in a relationship because I've never had a thing for anyone except for him. I can't get over him. What do you think? Should I tell him that I love him and risk ruining our friendship, or should I keep it to myself until I fall for another person? Actually, there was this one time when I felt that I was going to tell him that he was going to tell me that he likes me, but it turns out he was just talking to a girl and just wanted to take my advice on cute text to send her. Um, I say go for it. Absolutely. And I'll tell You're you. You're going to live what? your whole life yes. asking yourself. You will literally go to your grave going, what if? Mm-hmm. Like, what if? Yeah. You never know. You say risk ruining your friendship. I don't think if you're truly best friends, if you approach him and said, listen, I just want to let you know, I feel for you on a different level. Mm-hmm. I've felt this way since we were 12. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think if he had, if he had different feelings with you, I don't think it would break your friendship, mm-hmm. you know, or it might, you think, maybe, I, I maybe he'll be like, maybe, yeah, maybe subconsciously it'll just like push you guys a little bit further away from each other you won't be as close as you were you never know but Sometimes i will tell drift. you that i think um i think that knowing will knowing is better than Absolutely. knowing definitely one way or another is better than not knowing and if by knowing you lose a little bit or you drift a little bit apart to me it's worth, worth it. it yeah mm-hmm. absolutely it's worth it people are going to come mm-hmm. and go in your life for many reasons and mm-hmm. some you'll never know why so yep. I definitely think it's worth it because, hey, you never know. Yeah, and you could make it a thing where, like, when you tell him you have feelings for him, be like, if you don't, it's totally okay. Like, I'll just move on to the next person, but I just didn't want to go my whole life without telling you just in case, you know? Mm-hmm. And try and make it a little bit more casual rather than I'm in love with you, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Relationship advice. Hey, listen, Jerry, I absolutely love the podcast. It's the only thing that has gotten me through this terrible time I've been going through. There was no period there, so I made it sound like there was a period, and there wasn't. This terrible time that I've been going through. Thank you so much for everything you guys do. Now, everyone, grab your skinny pop, your white claws, or your vodka with lemonade and skinny watermelon syrup and sit back because this is going to be a long one. Okay. We should have had a drink. (laughs) Yeah. She said our our drink, though, the drink that I make, the vodka lemonade and skinny watermelon syrup. My name... Is anonymous, and I'm from an anonymous place. Okay, anonymous. I'm 27 years old. I've been with my fiancé for over five years, and we've lived together for most of it while raising his child since he was an infant. I love this baby like he's my own, and he's now almost seven. Two years ago, my boyfriend began planning a proposal. He wrote a letter to my parents and flew them out for the big day a year later. He planned a spectacular surprise proposal in the big city that I'm in and had my parents, who don't live here, surprise me during it, as well as his parents. It was incredible. I was on cloud nine. Wow. Fast forward a year and our wedding is six months away. One week into lockdown, he started acting weird. I thought maybe he was going to he was going through something emotionally due to the pandemic, and I begged him to tell me what was wrong because I was worried. He sits me down and tells me that he doesn't think he can marry me because he doesn't know if he can be committed. He says he wants to be alone, needs his space, do what he wants, can't be in a relationship right now, and that we're done. Um, maybe he should have thought about this five years ago or two years ago when he planned the proposal, or hell, even one year ago when he pl- when he proposed. What the fuck? He's thirty something years old and wants to be alone this came completely out of the blue the night before he did this we were talking about if we would try for a baby the wedding night or wait a few months needless to say i was absolutely blindsided i cried harder than i've cried in my life he 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 and his son were my family i have no one else here Alyssa, imagine zane coming out of the blue saying he wanted to break up no issues beforehand whatsoever it was the absolute worst feeling in the world well since the lockdown just started i was now being quarantined with someone who didn't want to be with me anymore i'm embarrassed to say but i begged for him back i had to fight for us i couldn't just let us be over i didn't understand this was going to be my forever partner the father of my children his son is like my own child every day i cried and cried and cried harder than the next i had to see him in our 
home as he played video games all night and in the living room, talking all happy to his friends. He'd sleep on the couch while I cried myself to sleep in our bed. This is our home. These are our things. But his emotions didn't budge. Wow. Three months later, and he still feels the same. Let's just say three months being locked down during a breakup is absolute torture. This has been a traumatic experience. I also suffer really bad from panic attacks and had... and. Asked him to stay in the apartment until I found a place. But a few weeks ago, he told me he doesn't want to be with me in the same house. He's done. And he doesn't want to see me anymore and move back in with his parents, which is down the street. So I still see him walking around. I've been attending virtual therapy weekly, but I don't still don't know what to do with my life. I can't afford a place alone in this city. It's too expensive. I'm also so lonely. I have no one here. I have a few work friends, but no one I'm close with. His family was like my family, and I now no longer have them either. Mm. he has also turned on me he said he'll still be there for me since he knows i'm alone with our dog but all he does is yell at me when i ask questions such as what are you doing with this piece of furniture or was this bill paid he just yells leave me alone and i don't contact him anymore unless it's for something super important but three months later and i'm still crying daily i'm just in disbelief i don't want to ever date i don't want to date again i've gained a lot of weight during our relationship in the beginning and i feel like if i'm ever going to be comfortable with another man again <clears throat> i'm never going to be sorry who will love this body now with stretch marks? He loved every inch of me. I was so ready for babies and my family. We were saving up for a home. Everything is just gone. Poof. I'm trying to find a place because I have to move out of... I have to be out by the end of July, but I've had no luck. My other option is to move in with my parents, but they're moving as well to a new state in August. First, living with my... First, living with my parents again sounds like a nightmare, but it helped me save up money so that I can get on my feet again. Second, I'd have to leave my job that I love and start over in a new place, and I would have to leave my stepson, which is absolutely killing me. His son's mother reached out to me and told me she wants me to stay in their son's life because I'm like a second mom to him. This was the best news I could ever receive. I still see him when my ex has him each week, but if I leave, that won't be possible anymore. I don't know if I can do that, if I can just leave him. I'm so scared and so lost. I don't know what to do, and I don't know how to feel better. I just want my family fiance back i miss him so much and i want our family back i want my life back please help you know what this sounds like to me a blessing in disguise a blessing in disguise but it also sounds like he had found somebody else Mm -hmm. because why would he just want to up and leave so quick when you guys had like a good thing going you know or maybe he's running back to the the mother of his kid it you know like you don't just lose feelings overnight like you said, you weren't going through anything major, you know, like this, what you didn't see this coming. So to me, it sounds like maybe he had somebody else for a while and you just didn't know it. And he doesn't, he doesn't want questions asked. He doesn't want to talk about it. He doesn't want you to know. That's exactly what it seems like to me. Yeah, exactly. Um, the only other thing I would say only from experience is maybe this has been happening, even though he went through the proposal Maybe this has been something he's been sitting on for a very long time Mm -hmm. and try to push forward because he thought his feelings would change or come around or things would be better and stuff like that. So he just kept pushing through, going along with the motions of, you know, trying to make this relationship work because it's already there. They already have a relationship. They have the bond, the son, this, that, the parents, like to just go along with it. And then I think maybe he was just like, Fuck, I can't do it anymore. I really tried. You don't know, but I will tell you this. Hey, he's not communicating with you. Can I just... I'm going to just tell you this. If I was you, just close the book. This is months later and you still cry daily. Months later. And you're still crying over him daily. You've begged for him to come back. He gets angry. He yells at you. Stop trying to be in a, you're, you're trying to force a relationship that he obviously, for right now, doesn't want to be in. And you never know if down the line he changes his mind. But for right now, you deserve to be with somebody who wants to be with you. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah, why yes, would you want to be hurt. with somebody who doesn't want to be yeah. with you? Being hurt, like I understand. I was married for 17 years. So I understand the pain that you go through of, I've lost. I've lost with my first, my, my fiance, my first fiance. Him and I breaking up, it was. It was a long time coming. I cried, not over him, but over his family because mm-hmm. I was there for six years. I, mm-hmm. I lived in their house. We mm-hmm. sat down and ate dinner together every day. I missed that. So, right. yes, you're going to miss that family bond. You're going to miss that stepson. You're going to, you know, you're going to do all this and that. It's a process. Mm-hmm. You'll be okay. Mm-hmm. 
I think moving back home with mom and dad is the best thing. Mm-hmm. I think get away from seeing him walk up and down the street. Yeah. That's just going to be like rubbing salt in an open mm-hmm. wound. You know, you're going to feel that pain every time you see him in the in the neighborhood. Yeah. You know, I don't think. Here's another thing, which. The son. I'm surprised I'm going to say. Yeah. I don't think you should carry on a relationship with I that agree. son either. Completely because agree. That's going to only, again, it's going to keep ripping that Band-Aid off. You're going to, con- anytime you see that son, it's going to bring back all those memories. You're just trying to stay connected to him somehow. And that's think- not healthy. And the, and the ex to reach out and go, I want you to stay connected to my son, I definitely think is a terrible idea. I yeah. think rip that Band-Aid off, let the pain come, and then just start your healing process. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's hard. I know it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Out of nowhere, to be blindsided, mm-hmm. you know, especially if you think everything is perfect. But the point is, you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody that doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. And you might never know his reason. And it doesn't matter. The, the point is, is it's over. And it hurts. But you'll be okay, I promise. You, in yeah, the end, you you'll be okay. Yeah, absolutely. I th- I definitely agree that staying attached to the sun is not is not good for I, you. I'm actually surprised I said that because I'm she's been there too. for five years too. But at the same time, it's just you're holding on. But you're gonna hurt red. yourself. Yeah. You have to put yourself first. Exactly. At the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you're gonna hurt yourself if you stay there. Well, we wish you the best. We definitely do. I need your advice on this situation. Okay. Okay. First of all, I need to say you guys are definitely my biggest role models. Alyssa, I have watched your videos since around the time you had 20,000 subscribers. That's a lot. That's a long time ago. And oh my gosh, let me tell you, I have not missed a single one. I I never had the guts to ask in the comments for a notification shout out. But (laughs) if you end up reading this, I would die. Don't die. We love you. I work 11 hour shifts in a warehouse house and I absolutely hate my job but I keep you guys in my earphones all day long and it makes it go so much faster Jerry let me tell you how beautiful inside and out and how mature and how much of a badass woman you are thanks I strive to become as open minded and gorgeous as you Alyssa thank you for showing me that I can be anything I want to in this world as long as I keep believing I can and putting in the work to make it happen I love you I love you the fact that you guys are getting that from me is like all I want like I just want to inspire people that you know like when we read those emails yeah I was crying like a little bitch I know to know that we have such a positive effect or yeah. that we can motivate or inspire people is just mind-blowing. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's get into it. So my name is Marie, and I've been in a relationship with my boyfriend for about a year now. We're both 21. We live together in an apartment, and I've never been so happy. I have such a good relationship with my mom. She is my best friend and has been there for me through the toughest times. My mom is a really sh- has a really... Sh- has a really strong personality. At first, when you meet her, there is a strong possibility you might not like her just because she gives off this impression of being cold. And if she doesn't like something about you, she's going to tell you whether you want to hear it or not. She unintentionally... I hope so, can be very hurtful and disrespectful in her words when she feels the need to say whatever opinion she has about you to anybody. Before my boyfriend and I got together, I warned him that neither of both of my exes liked my mom because of the way she talks to people and he told me to not worry about it. (sighs) He has since brought to me many times that he can't help but be hurt by my mom saying and I hate by what my mom's saying and I hate it. My brothers and I have tried way too many times to tell my mom she has to change because the same thing happened to with their girlfriends she is convinced she does not have to change for anybody and that she's always been this way and she is who she is i love my mom but i cannot stand knowing she has how bad she is talking to my partner even though i know she loves him Mm. it's like she feels a little too comfortable i know deep down she's so insecure hurt and and sensitive it's like she puts the shield on to avoid getting hurt again Hearing my boyfriend talking badly about my mom is hurting me as much as her being disrespectful to him. I don't know what to do. My mom is one of my only friends, and it's gotten to the point where my boyfriend doesn't even want to go visit my mom anymore. She has to change, but she doesn't want to. What do I do? So much love from your French-Canadian girl. 
<laughs> God, Alyssa. Ah, uh, this makes me so uncomfortable. I would not let my boyfriend around her anymore. If you want to keep that relationship, that's on you. If you can handle what she says, but I wouldn't allow my mother to disrespect Zane in any way, shape, or form. I just wouldn't let it happen. So if she's like, no, I'm not going to change. First of all, that's so fucking rude. That is so rude. Especially she knows. Who the fuck? And I absolutely mean no disrespect because I, you know... But maybe a little bit because if she feels it's okay for her to be rude and disrespectful to everybody, maybe she needs somebody to put her in her place. Yeah. I don't know who the hell she thinks she is to go around and being hurtful, whether intentionally or unintentionally. The point is is that she's doing it. And you and your brothers have lost significant partners because of her actions. So I think it's pretty shitty of her. I think she needs help, but I also agree with Alyssa. I would not even have her have the honor of being in my life outside of home, like any yeah. partner that I have or anything like that. I think she's a little bit of a manipulator. Mm-hmm. Like she could just be a bitch and oh, she cost that relationship. She cost this relationship. But guess what? Now her kids are home. And, you know, like I feel like maybe a little manipulative like that. Yeah, well, it sounds like you are manipulated the way you wrote this email. You said, my mom has a really strong personality. That's not what that means. <laughs> Your mom is nasty and rude and disrespectful. She doesn't have a strong person. Like that's not how you describe somebody that's that rude, right? A strong personality? Uh, it's, listen. That's not, that's, My mom is very rude and disrespectful to people. Not my mom has a really strong personality. I guess, I guess maybe I do get what they're saying. Like people that are like very sarcastic and very out there and very, but that's not, that doesn't sound like what she's saying. I think, I think you also need to be honest. And instead of like Alyssa said, wording it like my mom has a strong personality. I think you need to just be honest and be like, listen, my mom's a bitch. Mm. I can tell that you don't want to because you also mentioned like you're getting mad at your boyfriend when he talks about your mother. That it's like you're protecting her even though she's disrespecting him. You know? I don't know. The fact that she said she doesn't want to change is like very nasty to me. Yeah, because that's like she's admitting she knows she has a problem. If I were you, I wouldn't want to be around her. Why have that negativity? But you said your best friend, if you want to be around her, that's on you. I would not make your boyfriend be around her. can I just say something? In here, doesn't it say that my mom is my only friend? No, she said, I have a good relationship with my mom. She is my best friend and has been there for me through my toughest times. She didn't say it's her only friend. Oh. She just said she is my best friend. I, would, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't be best friends with somebody I, that yeah. disrespects my boyfriend. And I was gonna. I, I thought it, I either read or heard it be like she's my only friend, but you still don't settle for somebody being your friend no, just because no, no. you have she, no one. But when I'm, she's chasing away mates. She's probably chasing away your friends too. I mean, if she's got that diarrhea, no filter of the mouth, and is just going to say hurtful, ugly shit. She's chasing away a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You know, I've I, had experiences with friends where their parents are nasty, and it makes me not want to be around them anymore. That that's what I'm saying. That's yeah. why I I was going that route, but then yeah. I I guess I was looking into something that she didn't say. But yeah. if you don't have very many friends, she's affecting that also. I just think she's a very toxic person, and. You can love her. Fine, that's fine. Love your mom, whatever, but I wouldn't bring anybody in my life to her. her. Yeah, Because she's just destroying relationship after relationship. I wouldn't want her near me. No. You know? Or near them, rather. Mm -mm. But I wouldn't want her near me either. No, no, no. No, 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 sis. How? Why are people so fucking rude to their, like, family? Like, the amount of emails that we get about, like, mother-in-law's being so nasty, or my sister's nasty, or this one's nasty, like... Why Why are people so angry? People need therapy. I think everybody should go to therapy. <laughs> everybody go. Because if you're being so mean to people, you're obviously hurt by something. Like, why are you being so mean? Stop being mean. And let me also tell you that I know I've been mean in the past. And it's because I allow, I take, I take, I take, I take, I take. And then I get to a point where it's like, you know what? Fuck you. Where if I would have at the first thing sat down and talked to that person, I wouldn't have got to that point where I was like, you know what, fuck you. So I think 
if we could take from all of these emails today, it would be about what we always say is fucking communication. You yeah. have to communicate. You have to put it out there. At the any, If my mom treated my boyfriends the way your mom treats them, I would have fucking nipped it in the bud to begin with. I would have been like, Mom, why do you, who do you think, why? You know, like, call her out on her shit. Mm-hmm. And that's a shit kicker with this one, though. She did, and she's like, I don't want to change. But, so, like, what do you do with somebody like that? I would not bring my yeah. friends or boyfriends or anybody around her. I wouldn't go around her yourself, but I mean, if you I really probably want to, would because you know how I am. I've got that fucking soft spot. I mean, yeah, but every time you go there, she's just negativity. Like, ugh. But she's my mom, so I would. All, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a tough thing. That's a tough thing for me. Like, if I, my mom was being nasty like that, I would not be around her. Like every time I go there, it's like negativity and, and rude okay, but comments. If you, but she's saying that she, her, my mom is my best friend, so she obviously can under she. From what I'm getting, she understands that her mom doesn't mean it in intentionally. That's what I'm saying. Like me personally, I would cut it off. But if you want to go see her, then by all means, just don't drag others I into it. I wouldn't bring other people into no. that because if you can get if you can get along and you know where your mom's angles are and you know what she's doing and what she's not doing or what she means or doesn't mean, uh, and you That's wanted true. to put up with that, then you yeah. can put up with that. But I definitely wouldn't bring because why? Why chance relationships and friendships and everything else over your mom's mannerisms yeah and then you're gonna feel responsible for her uh, actions no. like no yeah, like now like it, it seems like you're making excuses for her yeah. instead of just admitting that she's yeah. a little bit of a bitch but i would love an update on this one yeah and please I don't get know. mad no no <laughs> we give you all our honest advice <laughs> okay well we wish you the best hopefully all works out we want an update Thank you all for listening today, you guys. <laughs> it was a roller coaster. It was going great until I fucked it up. So Let's hopefully hope it's this all good. We'll get pieced together nicely. Oh, stop and- it, stop it. Yeah. I hope so too. <laughs> um, okay. Thank you all for listening. If you're new here, welcome to Agamil. We upload episodes when? Monday, Thursdays, Saturdays, 5 a.m. EST. On the dot. Listen while you're driving, doing laundry, all the above. If you want to shop our merch, there's new face masks, you guys, at teespring.com slash Agamil. Go check it out. We love you all so much. If you want to keep up with us elsewhere, follow us on Instagram. That's at Agamil, A-G-A-H-M-I-L. You can find us everywhere on there. Our personal Instagrams are on there as well. I'm going to shut up now. I think I'm losing my voice from talking so damn much. I sound groggy. (laughs) Um, Okay. Love love you. Bye.